Hello. Why does it say no one's here? Well, I'm here. Hmm. I'm still eating my pottle, too. That works. I don't know why, just the... I forgot the quality here is much different. Oh, I know. I, I got it a few days ago, and I was like, wow. Like, the guac is just... It's, like, juicy. Yeah. I, um... I Did you know that El Jefe's is, like, a chain? Really? Yeah, there's one in BU. Really? Yeah, one of my friends goes there, and she said, uh... Uh, we were talking about, like, the bars at, like, each other's schools and everything, and I was saying, like, how there's so many, like, at Penn State, there's so many, like, places to eat late. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she went over some of the ones that, like, were there, and, and she said, oh, Hefe's is, like, a big thing. Is that just, like, a college thing, then? I guess. Let me, I'll look it up. Um, oh, apparently there's one close. Oh, that's in Rutgers. I'm gonna search. So yeah, maybe a college thing. I'll have to... Yeah, it says BU. Oh wait, there's a ton in Boston actually. Hmm. Oh wait, actually they might all just be in a school. Yeah, ones in ones at Harvard. Um, no, that's a regular place. Okay. Oh, here, location. Oh, wait, I passed by that one before. Okay, so there's one in... Oh, that's Northeastern. Never mind, that's still in the college. There's Bethlehem, Harvard Square, Boston Comet, Symphony, State College, New Brunswick, BU, and Pittsburgh. There's one at Chinatown. Really? Well, like, right outside it. It's right next to a New York pizza, Boston. Oh my god! How many uh, hot takes did you do? I have four. I mean, I have others, but I just narrowed it down to four. Gotcha. Yeah, I wait. Did I write down my honorable mentions? Because I had no, I didn't. Yeah, because I like made a few, but then I was thinking like these aren't like things I would actually predict. It's just like I think it has a better chance than other people think. Okay. But uh, one about a rookie, one about another player, and then two about like making the playoffs or just being good for teams. Yeah, one of mine is a rookie, one of mine is a player, and then the other two are teams. Okay. Wait, I had honorable mentions. What the fuck was it? Uh, maybe if I think of them. Oh, I, no, 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 no. All right. What's up, Nav? Oh, what's up, Nav? How we doing? How we doing? Let me just tell you, you are lucky. You are partially lucky that you're not 21 yet because my pockets are hating me right now. <laughs> I spent sixty, bu- almost 60 bucks last night. Gee. 
I mean that that doesn't seem too bad. That sounds like a night at champs. It's not a. It's not like. I mean, no, no, no. That like. How much does dirty sprite cost? Uh, depends when. It sometimes it's two bucks. Hmm. And then sometimes it's four. I, I think usually they're four. But like, well, getting three IPAs doesn't really help. Yeah, I was gonna say those are more expensive, but it is what it is. But uh, okay. Are we ready? Yeah. I'm just going to be eating through it like the first 10 minutes, but... That's fine. Yeah, same All good. All right. Three, two, one. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Route Runners podcast. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Shrieker. I'm Jason. And it is officially the middle of summer. It's May 17th already. We've been home for about two The weeks. middle of summer? Well, of our... No, not really. I don't know why. Summer just began. Summer is silly. Um, yeah, we've been home for about two weeks already. Uh, keep them busy. The NFL draft has come and gone. Some, uh, interesting picks, obviously. We're not going to go over that too much because you can get like whatever, but, um, yeah. How's everyone's summer going so far? Good. Uh, it's been good. I've just, I've been in Florida for my brother's graduation. Oh, that's right. And I got next. <laughs> yeah, next year. Fucking, mm-hmm. I don't want to think about it. But, um, so what we wanted to bring you guys today, uh, it, well, obviously last year during the summer we did the ultimate redraft. We'll probably be, we'll be, re- we'll be revisiting that at some point in the summer, uh, and probably some other uh, YouTube stuff for you guys that we had a lot of fun with last year. And kind of not not like the redraft again, but maybe something like, something similar to that that we'll put on YouTube. Uh, but just back to a regular podcast today, and we're going to give you guys hot takes for the 2023 season. Uh, all three of us have, have prepared. I think all of us have four different ones, and we are not. No one knows what they are yet. But um, yeah, these these aren't meant to be like what we actually think is going to happen, but just something that like we can maybe foresee happening maybe a lot more than others and that like wouldn't be the most popular thing that people would think but we've each prepared about four and uh the other two are going to rate how hot the take is or how believable they think it is on a scale of one to ten uh anyone got anything to say before we started off um nah. yeah all right. all right well shrieker is usually the known as the hot take kid on this on this uh show so why don't you start us off with uh whatever you got for the falcons because i'm assuming there's one no i'm just kidding but <laughs> um yeah i mean i didn't put a falcons one this time around, really but i'll start off with my first one though i think cj stroud offensive rookie of the year oh shit <laughs> okay maybe i'm gonna change one of mine now why okay well so mine wasn't i didn't Say he'd win offensive rookie years, but I'd said he'd have a better rookie year than Bryce Young. Oh, okay. I'm I mean, gonna choose one of my other ones now. Okay. So my reasoning for that is, I think people are like overlooking the Texans for next year. They they uh they dra- they hired one of Mike Shanahan's guys to handle the offense, and he's gonna run their offense very similar to the Ohio State offense with a lot of motion. I don't know too much about that, but I've heard that uh, CJ's a lot of motion in college too. But um, 
their offense is pretty solid for a rookie to start with. I mean, obviously he's probably going to target Dalton Schultz, Collins a lot, but they they got some interesting wide receivers that they drafted from college too. Xavier Johnson out of Iowa State, out of Houston. So, and they have a pretty good run game too with uh, um, what's his name? Damien. Yeah, they, too. They got they, a. They, they got. They got Singletary. 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 Oh, yeah, right. They got Singletary from the Bills, too. So, solid run game. I think people are overlooking them. And I think the main person that he's competing against, more so than Bryce Young, is Bijan Robinson. But the thing is, is that I think Bijan Robinson's going to be pretty good, but he's going to be somewhat balanced with Tyler Algier. They might not just immediately just throw him in to like, have 30 carries. Rather, like, he's going to start off with, like, pretty balanced role with uh, Tyler Algier, considering Tyler had uh, over a 1,000 yards last year. So, I think CJ Stroud has an interesting shot at it. Yeah, I I completely agree. Also, I almost said the same thing. But, because, yeah, I think D'Amico Ryan is going to be a great coach. And, I mean, the Texans were bottom of the league last year. And, I think they, with D'Amico Ryan's with the 49ers defense, like, obviously they were the best defense in the league. And, like, some of these players kind of came out of nowhere, like Hufanga. And they just had a lot of players step up and play to, like, their full potential. Mm. So I just think as a team they're going to be really good, which will help his case because they'll be winning more games than last year. And, yeah, like you said, the help on offense, so that'll help. And I think a lot of people are kind of, like, overlooking him right now just because of, like, his bad test grade, which, like, a, a quote by him is – or, no, not by him. It was Cardell Jones. I came to school – or I didn't come to school to play school. I came to play football. It's something like that. So, he's he's playing football, not school. So, that test probably doesn't matter. Yeah, I'd probably say that's, like, a – a five-ish on the hot scale. Like, I would not – I wouldn't pick it. I think that there's some better options out there. Um, I always said that, like, I think Stroud can be very good, but it depends on the system. And I just don't know about the weapons on Houston yet to really, like, confirm that. But, like, if I, I don't hate it. I, I don't hate it at all. There are some people that I definitely would consider to be – or to have a better chance. But, uh, like, Bijan Robinson, like, that's probably the guy that I would be – betting on or the guy that I would be predicting but yeah I don't it's not a terrible take he was the two overall pick for a reason so I need to give my uh, rating I on the hot I guess I'd give it like a three or four just because like like QBs who (coughs) start the year or like their starters for the start of the year like normally have a better chance than especially wide receivers they never really win it so I don't think it's that hot because it's probably between like Stroud, Bryce Young, I guess Richardson if he starts right away, and Bijan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everyone's I mean, I pretty high on, everyone's been pretty high on Richardson, especially with some of the stuff that's come out about his like, I feel like he could take some time. So. Oh, yeah, no, I, I think, think he... so too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, my first one has to do with the team. Um, I think that the this is something that I've already bet on, 
a while ago, before the draft even, and uh, the draft kind of solidified that for me. I think that the Carolina Panthers are going to win the NFC South. Uh, I even think that there's a chance that they finish with an above 500 record. Obviously, that um, like doesn't really help with them being good because the expectation is them finishing below 500 probably. But I think that they're a very solid team. I think Bryce Young is a very safe and a guy that's going to be pretty good right away in the league. Um, they have a solid offensive line. I like what they did in the offseason, helping out the offense a lot with Miles Sanders. <coughs> not, that these are, not that these players are all that great, but getting Adam Thielen, DJ Shark, and uh, the rookie that they drafted, Jonathan Mingo, Hayden Hurst. Like, those aren't the best weapons, but they're all pretty solid for a first-year guy. Um, again, yeah, the offensive line is pretty solid, and the defense is one of the more underrated ones in the league. I think that they have potential to be in the top five. With Brian Burns, uh, Derek Brown on the defensive line, and then you got a solid secondary. J.C. Horn's one of the more underrated corners in the league, and the rest of this division. I mean, I think the Falcons and the Saints will be like fine, like both like seven to nine win teams. Now I, I don't even know that might be even too high, but then and the Bucks like won the division last year, seven to nine, and they got worse. So I, and I think that the Panthers got a lot better. So I'm. I'm usually pretty low on the Panthers, but I think that they're going to win this division this year. Um, honestly, on the hot scale, I would say that's like a one or a two because I, I mean, yeah, that division is very weak. Like, it, they are are they the favorite to win it? No, they're the Saints are like pretty heavily favored. Really? Yeah. Because of car that. I guess, but like, I don't know. He couldn't lead the Raiders to an even decent record. So, like, the Saints have a lot of holes. I feel like, I feel like every team in that division still has a lot of holes. Like the Buccaneers don't even have a QB right now. They don't really have an offensive line. So, like, I feel like to me, I think it's between the Falcons and the Panthers. I don't. I don't really believe in the Saints right now. I mean, I like Derek Carr, but I just don't think. I don't know. Out of like all the team, like you look at the standings from that division, like I feel like the Falcons and the Panthers made the most improvements. Like the Saints got Derek Carr. Isn't that pretty much it? Um. Yeah. Yeah, and then they had like running backs. Yeah, which. I feel like they're not going to use much anyways. Small world. And then the Buccaneers only got worse. So Yeah. Yeah, so the Saints are plus 125. The Falcons are plus 260. The Panthers are plus 350. And the Bucks are plus 550. Oh, another reason I didn't even mention is Frank Reich, I think, is going to really do a great job with this offense. I've been a big fan of him ever since he was the coach of the Colts. I don't think that it was right that he got fired so I think that he's going to work this team really well even though again like the weapons are not anything fantastic like I'm not looking at Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, LaVisca Chenault and I'm not getting excited but I think the defense will, will carry them pretty high I think that they're going to finish with like nine and eight maybe even ten and seven record just because the schedule is just like not that bad uh I'm gonna have to respectfully disagree with you both here uh I think this like a hot take of like a seven-ish just because I, I don't undermine Bryce Young as a player. I just think it's going to take him some time to adapt 
to the NFL landscape as a smaller quarterback. He's he played prep school, high school, so I feel like he had some pretty big uh in there. He obviously went to Bama, who they had like the biggest, uh, toughest O like so, some big O lineman, and so I just feel like it's gonna take time just to adjust with his O lineman in the league. And I was just doing like like I just feel like the Panthers haven't had a really good O line. I feel like really good pocket, and I just don't see. Like him, like I just don't see that chemistry just yet. Maybe in the second half of the season they have it, but in the first half I think it's going to be really tough on him. And I think if you look at their schedule here, like they pay, play the Saints week two. That's a pretty mean one. Um, the Lions have been pretty good, and so like there there's some tough challenges here in like uh, on the for the pan early on, and so. I honestly think – like, I don't think Bryson is a bad player, but I think it's just it, – it's going to take some time. I think they're still amongst, like, maybe, like, the six six or seven win range this season. But next season onwards, I think they're pretty – they're going to be pretty solid. That's fair. I mean, yeah, Bryce Young, like, not being ready would definitely be, like, my one concern with this hot take that I have. So, that that's that's fair. All right, my first hot take is also to do with the team. So there's always one or two teams every year that go from worst to first in their division. I think the obvious candidate for this year is the Jets. But I'm going to go with a different team. I'm going to go with the Browns to win the AFC North. So obviously that division's – pretty good with the Bengals and now the Ravens re-signing Lamar and getting him some help at receiver. I mean, obviously the Bengals are the best team in that division. But I feel like last last year they started off slow and obviously the year before they did too, which like two years ago it was kind of like when they first broke out as a a contender for the Super Bowl, but looking at the Browns roster, like they have talent all around the place. Like they have the best running back duo, which I'm not really too sure what's happening with Kareem Hunt yet. Do we do we know about that? Is he staying there or what? No, he's a free, he's a free agent. Yeah. Okay. Either way, I feel like they're fine with Nick Chubb. Like he's I mean we've had debates about him on this podcast before but like mixed with that o-line and that offense he's a top five producer at the position and i mean last year deshaun watson came in like week what 10 11 12 like late and didn't look great so people are kind of writing him off but like now that he's had a few games to play and he's gonna have a whole off season i think he's gonna be back to the top of his game. And, I mean, like I said, that offensive line's very good. Nick Chubb's pretty good. They've got some good receivers, like Amari Cooper, DPJ. Shout out, Casper. Um, <laughs> they just got Zadarius Smith, which, sorry. But yeah, I, that's I, a great I, pickup for them. I don't get it. but It's it's an interesting move. But, yeah, like their D-line is very good, like, they're, they have Denzel Ward. Like, their secondary is pretty good. I think they're pretty 
they're pretty stacked all around. It's just they got to put it all together. Yeah. Um. I I like it. I I kind of I, I kind of have Deshaun Watson bias. He's been one of my favorites for a while. So, but I think that they're gonna be good and make the play and probably be a playoff team. Winning the division to me, that's where it gets hot. So I'll probably put it at like a seven, even though I really like the Browns and what they're doing. I think that they'll yeah. be a playoff team, but winning the division, I think, is going to be pretty tough. But I can definitely see it happening. Well, yeah, I wanted. To, I feel like making the playoffs isn't as hot, and yeah. I feel like some of my hot takes from last season were very hot. So I kind of wanted to keep it that way. So that's fair. Yeah, I would put that put that around the seven too, just because. That whole division is pretty competitive, and, like, they play a lot of close games year in, year out. So I could definitely see a lot of those games coming down to the wire. I could see some of those games falling on their, their end and pushing them over the hump to maybe somehow coming out as the uh, top of the AFC. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hate this at all. I mean, like, um, yeah, their defense is really fun to watch, and, like, he may be a shitty person with whatever he did, but you can't deny, like, Deshaun Watson, like, as the football player alone, is pretty fucking fun to watch. So, like, I feel like he, I would... He didn't really do that much last year. No, yeah, but, like, before, like, when... Oh, yeah, he... What, did he play, like, four or five games? Yeah, he wasn't... And he wasn't even that yeah. great. On the... When he was on the Texans and, like, that team wasn't even all that great, like, he was ridiculously, like, good and fun to watch, so... I wouldn't mind seeing, and it's not like Deshaun got to like practice with him throughout the season too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Shrieker, you can give your second one. All right, so, um, the scriptwriters thought they could get me last year, but I don't think they can get me again this year with the same team, and so. Oh no. I got. I guess I got to roll with the Cardinals one time around. Oh, sure, no. yeah. sure, learn this time, but I oh, think no. the Cardinals are going to finish with more wins than the Chicago Bears. And okay, I think that's this... not where I'm going, but I like it. Oh yeah, no, I'm not talking playoffs or anything. I just think the Bears, because everyone's thinking this Cardinals team is like going for the first pick, and <laughs> I just think they have too much talent on their team unless they blow it up to like become the first pick i think i think the bears still have too many holes at the end of the day the cardinals can still put points on the field the bears got lucky so many times with justin fields where he would find some gap and run like 80 yards to a touchdown and everyone you're just also banking that he's going to be a really good passer now with dj moore as his number one option i just don't see it yet with their o-line and I just don't see it yet with, like, that whole team meshing yet. They don't have a run game either. Deontay Foreman is their starting running back. Like, I just, like, with their schedule too, like, I think the Cardinals are going to have more wins than the Bears. I think the um, line is, like, at, like, what, seven and a half, eight and a half? The Bears, yeah, the, so. I know the Bears is seven and a half. I'm not sure what the Cardinals is. The Bears are seven and a half? Yeah, I already mm-hmm. been on their under. I'm going to do that right now. So, on the hot scale, like, huh, I, like, I don't think it's that hot, but I also don't think I agree. Like, I, okay, on the hot scale, I'd say it's like a four or five, but the reason I don't agree is just because 
isn't Kyler Murray missing the first half of the year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think that's gonna hurt them for sure, and I just feel like I don't think Jonathan Gannon's gonna be a great hire. Like I, one of my, I was considering is one of my hot takes that like Jonathan Gannon to get fired middle of the year. I just seeing like some of the interviews and like him talking to the players, he kind of like reminds me of um, Nathaniel Hackett, just like an absolute bot. And I mean, the Eagles fans would constantly complain about his play calling on defense. And I guess you can get away with that when you have a, such a talented team like that. And I don't think the Cardinals defense is not nearly as close to the Eagles. Um, I mean, have, has the Bears head coach done anything either? Like, no, I know no. He well, came, see, like that's why I don't think it's that hot. Just because I don't think the Bears are good either. But like, I do buy that Justin Fields is getting better. Like, we've already seen it with him running, and he's he has been a better passer. Not really, but I do buy that he's going to be a little better. And they have made more impactful offseason moves, I feel, than the Cardinals. So that's fair. I mean, I was just looking at their schedules too. I think the the Cardinals definitely have a way favorable, a more favorable schedule. Tyler comes back maybe like week five or six. The Bears start off with the Packers, then the Bucks, and then the Chiefs. Like, are automatically I think like you probably win one out of those three games. Maybe the Buccaneers or Packers game. Probably. But, yeah. And then you follow. Okay. That with the Broncos, Commanders, Vikings, like, <coughs> really tough for them. I'd probably agree with Jason, like a four or five. Like, I, I, I don't think that the Bears are good, so, like, I can see it, but I also don't really think the Cardinals are good either. I mean, according to DraftKings, there's a three-game difference in their over-unders, so, like, I guess it's decently hot. I, think, I guess it's a good hot take, but... Yeah. All right, um... I don't know why I didn't do this one first, but I'll just do it now because this is also talking about a rookie. Um, I'm not picking him to win Offensive Rookie of the Year because I think Bijan or Bryce Young are just going to run away with that. But I think that Jalen Hyatt is going to end up being the best of the rookie receivers and lead them all in yards. I know that a lot of the receivers probably landed on a team with a better quarterback. Jordan Addison with Kirk Cousins, um, Quentin Johnson with Justin Herbert, uh, Zay Flowers with Lamar. <laughs> um, I don't know why Jalen Hyatt fell all the way to the third round. I, I don't think I think he was a little overrated as a prospect, but that's because people were putting him in that uh, kind of tier with Jackson Smith and Jigba and, and Addison and all those guys. Um, but I think that he landed in a perfect situation. I think Daniel Jones has been looking for a number one receiver for a long time. And I think that they finally found it in this guy that, the, again, they got in the third round. I think he's going to fly under the radar. Daniel Jones is a guy that, you know, we've seen him throw deep sometimes and and, and have it work. And Jalen Hyatt's a perfect guy for that. He's great after the catch, too. Um, and he's going to be the only guy out of those – out of really all the rookie receivers, that's going to easily be the number one guy because Addison has Jefferson on the other side. Jackson Smith and Jigba has um, Lockett <laughs> and Metcalf. Uh, Flowers has Odell and whatever. Quentin Johnson has Keenan Allen and Mike Williams on the other side. So I think that um, Jalen Hyatt's going to actually really fit well into this Giants offense. He's like, besides Saquon, he's really the only weapon on this offense that really scares me. Besides maybe Darren Waller, but I'm not 
projecting him to be healthy for that long. So, yeah, I think he's easily the best receiver on this team, and I think he's going to have a much better year than people predict. So I think that he's going to be a, a real solid player for the Giants and lead all the rookies in yards. Um, okay, honestly, I think this is, like, the hottest take. Wait, you said lead in yards. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is, like, the hottest take. This is probably – this is definitely the hottest one that I have. I'd give it like a eight or nine. I like. I don't think there's going to be a single receiver, like of all the receivers on that team, that has more yards than some of the rookie receivers, honestly. Because one, I mean, Isaiah Hodgins was really good last year. Darius Slayton was pretty good last year. They signed Paris Campbell. They still have Wondell Robinson. They have Sterling Shepard. They have a lot of guys, and they're going to use all of them. And Waller, too. Yeah, and Waller. They signed Waller. Um, They drafted a running back. Like, I think they want to run the ball first, which that that was obvious from last year, especially with Saquon on a franchise tag right now. And it doesn't – it's kind of – uncertain if they're going to come to a deal. I think they're going to just run the ball a lot. And then when they do pass, like, they have so many different targets. Not that they're all, like, insane targets, but they're all, like, kind of level, in my opinion. Um, And, like, you did say, like, you know, sometimes they pass deep into work, but they don't really pass deep often. And I don't I'm, – I'm pretty sure they didn't have a receiver over 1,000 yards, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Like, I could see Jordan Addison. No, they definitely getting it. Yeah, I could see Jordan Addison putting up a thousand yards just because of all the attention that's going to be on um Justin Jefferson or JSN could put up a lot of yards too. Um, Slayton only had 700 yards plus you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just I think it's so hot just because like no receiver on that team is even going to get close to some of the other rookie receivers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I just really – I like the fit, and I think that – I don't know. Maybe they will start passing a lot more because Daniel Jones just got paid $40 million a year. So. Yeah, that's true too. Like they, their offense could change a bit now that he's – now that it's like the second year in that offense, like they could Yeah, and Daniel change things up, you know. Daniel Jones, like especially towards like the end of the year, was looking really solid on his passes, and I think I do think that he's going to work his way to be the number one guy. So I mean, yeah, you're right that they may not like be that much of a passing team and everything, but if they do start to pass the ball more, I think that this guy's going to be the one to easily emerge as the number one guy. And I think on a Brian Dable offense, like they drafted him for a reason. I think that it can kind of look not like. I'm not going to say he's going to be like how Diggs was on the Bills, but I think it's going to be like how he's clearly the number one guy. All right. Jason, is it your turn? Oh, I wasn't sure if you were going to comment on it. Oh, me? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I think, like, what's what's, like the difference between Hyatt not turning into another Darius Slate? And that's my main argument. I mean... I just don't know. Yeah, how that's kind of what I would think too. Like he'll just be similar to him, right? I would and like, Dable like picked him for a reason, and like, 
those other guys were kind of just there beforehand. And then this guy is like someone that I think he would really like and and try and transform into like a big time receiver, I guess. That's fair. I mean, Hyatt does have like size on him. It's it's a offense functions. They play they use the short game a lot, I feel. Just a lot of like short passes that could be like converted into like some big gains, but and then like they have like that one deep ball here and there, but like I don't know how much of that off the game plan is cha- dynamically changing next year compared to this past year. All right, fair enough. I'll right, give um, it a six. Six. Leaning seven. Okay, my next hot take is about a player who he was a rookie last year, but never actually played because he was injured. Um, and I think that Calvin Austin of the Steelers is going to have over a thousand total yards. Whoa. Yeah. It's very out there, I feel, but just think about all the receivers that the, um, Steelers have, what's the word, developed. I mean, Deontay Johnson out of Toledo. Antonio Brown, of course, out of – he was at Central Michigan. Like, Juju was a second-rounder. He ended up being a 1,000-yard receiver. Um, they drafted George Pickens. Like, they just always draft these receivers who end up producing very well. And I think he's going to be similar. One, Memphis also produces all these skill position players very well these very dynamic players that can run the ball and catch the ball. Um, Calvin Austin was one of the fastest players coming out of the draft last year. It's just unfortunate he didn't get to play because of his injury. So that's one thing. I think he's going to get the ball in more ways than just catching it. Like Najee was also – he was pretty banged up last year. I think year two and Kenny Pickett, the whole offense should be better where they can run – a more complex offense than obviously last year where people were complaining how their offense was just the, – the play calling was terrible. Um, I mean, the O-line should be better. It can't be worse. Like, I just think the offense as a whole will be better, and that will fit him as well as he would be the reason why it's better because he's very dynamic, and I think like they don't have too many players like that right now. Like, I guess you could say Najee Harris is, but, like, after last year, like, he really wasn't a dynamic player, if you ask me. He was just – I don't know. He kind of – it looked like he lost his his extra boost, if that makes any sense. He didn't score um, a touchdown? He didn't score a touchdown? Deontay? Oh, Deontay. Oh, I was talking about Najee. Did I say Deontay? Uh, maybe I just misheard you. I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't remember what I said. But, yeah, also Deontay, like – he didn't have any touchdowns. Like he's gonna get some touchdowns, and obviously he's a great receiver. Like there's gonna be a lot of room for Calvin Austin receiving and out of the backfield. Hmm. I mean, yeah, th- this one's hot to me. Also, I mean, I it, I just did not expect to hear the that name Calvin Austin today. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> 
I don't hate it because I've always been like a big like proponent of like whoever the Steelers end up drafting is going to be really good at receiving. Mm-hmm. Develop so many people in the late rounds. Um, I'd probably still have to give it like like a nine ish just because like I think there are other guys on this team that could definitely just take up a majority of the offense. I do think that he'll probably get have a, a solid role in this offense, but a thousand yards to me is just a lot. So I would probably just have yeah. to. Well, so I, I said – also, I'm not, like, trying to, like, say you're wrong, in the, but I'm just saying, like, I said – so I total yards not receiving because I think there's no chance he gets 1,000 receiving yards. I think he could easily get, like, 400 on the ground. Okay, yeah, that's that's more foreseeable. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably give it an 8 just because of I, – I did not expect it to Calvin Johnson's name uh, – Shout out either. Calvin Johnson. Oh, we're already comparing him to him. Wow. <laughs> I like this. Oh, Calvin Austin. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> no, I understand how you'd mix them up. They're very similar. Both I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I heard Calvin, jo- Calvin Johnson at first, and I had to double check by searching him up. <laughs> uh, no, I know exactly what's going to happen now. Jason's going to draft him like the 15th round, and he's going to end up being like a full time for him. Or end up like Trey Lance. Or that, yeah. I mean, I just think the Steelers offense or the whole team is overrated. And I if I just think someone's gonna get traded on that team, whether that's Najee or uh Deontay Johnson by the end of the season. Trading Deontay Johnson would probably be a good idea. I just don't know how much they get out of it. I mean they have A Rob, um Pickens, oh, I forgot about Allen Robinson. I feel yeah. like that's like everyone should kind of forget about him. They even dude, they drafted a tight end in the second round too. They yeah. Have two oh yeah, Darnell Washington. Yeah, that was sad because Pat Fry is is actually pretty solid there. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, but I think he'll still play a lot. Like, oh just, no, yeah, he will. Darnell Washington yeah. will probably just be like an extra blocker because Steelers' offensive line is so bad. Yeah. But why draft him in the second though for a blocker? Unless third, he, there was third. He'll oh. still be used. I was gonna, he's still a really good player. Like they'll use both of them. I feel. That's right. It's no like why the. <coughs> I guess. All right. So All right. You want- yeah. So I'm just gonna come out and say it. Cowboys are winning the division. Okay. I, I, I want to hear I, your thoughts before I, I go into my explanation. Honestly, I don't think that that's crazy hot. I, I kind of like the take. I think that they're I, – I would give it like a three because I kind of agree with you. Wow. So there's the thing every year, like the team who wins. Oh, yeah. The NFC East never wins it twice in a row. So I, I see that, and obviously, like, the Cowboys are a good team, but I don't know, man. I just think history's <laughs> meant to be broken. It's still the Eagles' year. I, I mean, I think I don't like it, it. Could definitely happen, obviously, but I just I believe in the Eagles too much. That's fair. I mean, I think I think we can all collectively agree it starts and ends with Dak. Yeah, the mistakes that happens are because of Dak. But I think ha- adding some fresh legs, it clearly like Zeke's time was clearly over in Dallas, mm-hmm. and adding some new guys like Deuce Vaughn, who was pretty good on TCU. Um, CD Lamb does not have to like take get like 15 targets a game now because they added that team. Gallup is still pretty good. Um, and then like 
I think it's going to be a big year for Micah Parsons. Um, I think he, he twin defensive player of the year, and I just really like I just really like how that team is is looking right now. Obviously, it's still the Eagles uh, division to lose, but adding some guys like Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, I think their defense is getting a lot more younger now. They lost uh, some guys too, uh, Hansi Gardner Johnson to the Lions. And I just feel like they're they're and like they lost their offensive and defensive coordinators. Like I just think a little rocky initially for the Eagles. And I think this division easily could come down to like a couple of games where like if they had won in week, they would be looking at, at the number one seed in the division. Yeah, I mean, I think I think getting Stephon Gilmore and Brandon Cooks in the offseason are two of the more underrated moves. Like, mm-hmm. Stephon Gilmore and Trayvon Diggs are the two corners. Like, I, I think Gilmore's, like, obviously lost a step, but that's from when he was the, the top three corner in the league. I think he's arguably still top ten. Diggs is arguably top ten also. So, like, I think they they made better improvements to their roster than Philly did, and they weren't too far behind Philly was last year. So, I kind of I, – I'm not going to go out and just say I agree because the Eagles are obviously, like, insanely good but i can i can probably foresee it happening a lot more Mm. um yeah on like the hot scale i uh, i'd probably like i still think the eagles will win it but i i would say it's like a three or four like i think it's very likely i think if any other team were to win it it'd probably be the cowboys i think the giants do have a slight chance, but yeah, I um, honestly, see the Giants doing it too. Like, I, it, yeah, but awesome. yeah, like the Cowboys did add a lot of players. I feel like the Eagles had an amazing draft, which obviously you don't know until they actually step on the field. But mm-hmm. on paper, it looks really good. Um, I th- I think it'll come down to injuries, honestly, like. We saw the Eagles and Cowboys play each other twice, obviously, the regular season. And the game was won based off whose QB was healthy. So I kind of think whichever team is the least injured is going to come out of that division. But I do think the Eagles do have a – say both are injured. Like teams, not just – I'm not just talking about QBs, but like Teams as a whole, like I think the Eagles are better suited to overcome injuries. Yeah, I'd... but yeah, I, I think it, it could just come down to who's more healthy. That is, yeah, mm-hmm. I get. Which right. obviously that's not a hot take and all, but like, yeah. yeah, that's just how I feel. Um. Okay. So for my third one, I want to make this clear that so it's this is a Super Bowl dark horse. Um. To be, like this is not the team that I'm predicting to win the Super Bowl at uh-huh. all, but it's like my dark horse to win. I guess it's just kind of infused inside of a hot take. Uh, that team is the Miami Dolphins. Okay, I think um, the I I said that getting Cooks and Gilmore were two of the most underrated moves in the offseason. I think that two moves that are not being talked about talked about at all or nearly at all. 
is trading for Jalen Ramsey out of all people. I know it was kind of a down year for him last year, but kind of just a down year in general for the Rams. And I think that, you know, getting him for a third round pick was just crazy value. Yeah, that's nuts. And uh, also signing David Long Jr. from the Titans, who was one of the more underrated defenders in the league, probably going to that squad. They, they're When I look at this team, they really just, they don't have a lot of holes. Their defense is very, very good. Getting Ramsey, who I think is still a top three corner in the league and pairing him along with Xavier Howard, who's still pretty solid. You have a pretty solid pass rush with Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips. Uh, I, I think that this, this defense is very, very solid. Um, the O-line is, is probably their only like thing that can use like a decent amount of improvement. But I think if you have the weapons of Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, they can, they can take you anywhere. And two is a guy that's proven like when he's healthy, he can take them pretty far. They lo- they were very up and down last year because they had uh, um, Mike McDaniel or no, they had um, Tua getting injured. And then Mike McDaniel was a first year coach, second year coach. I think that he's going to kind of, you know, perfect this system a little bit more so that their offensive plays are run a little bit more efficiently. Um and yeah, I mean, I know that it's a tough division. I know that their run game isn't the best, and usually, you like to have a good run game by the time that the playoffs roll around because it gets cold weather. But I also think that when you have weapons that are as good and as fast as Tyreek and, and Waddle, it's going to tough to tackle them anyway. And if Mostert can stay healthy, that's going to be a huge plus too, because then you can definitely run the ball efficiently. And even if Mostert gets hurt, I like uh, Devin Achain, who they drafted a lot. And they still have Jeff Wilson Jr., who I think is pretty solid. So I think that, like, you know, my personal pick to win this year is probably the Bengals. Um, I think, like, you got, like, the Bengals, the Eagles, the Chiefs, the 49ers. Like, those are probably everyone's, like, four, like, picks to win. But I think, like, if, if it's not going to be one of those four teams and, like, you have to dig a little deeper, I would I would consider the Dolphins to be that team. Yeah, Um I don't think I mean on the hot reading I'd say just because like what the Chiefs have been doing and obviously the Bengals I don't really think the Bills are are that great like the Jets got a lot better with Aaron Rodgers I'll give it like a six I guess yeah okay like I don't I don't. I think two is all right. He's a decent QB, but I don't think he's going to lead a team to the Super Bowl. I don't think just because we saw in some games last year where he made some, like later on the year, he made some really bad mistakes and throws that kind of cost his team the game. Like I remember during Christmas against the Packers, he threw like three picks in the second half and just absolutely blew up and like, I, I just don't think he's a – I don't see him as a Super Bowl winning QB. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely the uh, – um, that would the be – downfall. That most concerns me too is like – I'm also scared of their O-line still. Yeah, it's not it's not the best, but the thing is with this offense is that they are very good at getting the ball out quick just because their players are so fast. And, again, I think – I'm not – yeah, I'm not even the biggest Tua guy. I never was. Like, honestly, if it wasn't for last year – which it's not like he was even all that fantastic last year. Like I would have wrote this team off as like not even good at all. But um, he showed that he can be solid. I think that he can be like uh, like that Derek Carr kind of ceiling 
in terms of like how good he actually is. But I think that the team around the the Miami is just good enough that they can they can make it really far. <coughs> I do kind of uh, think that I was gonna just do the Dolphins winning the division, but I feel like that's not incredibly hot because I feel like there are three teams in this division that have a pretty equal chance to win the division. Yeah. Uh, I can see them getting to the Super Bowl. Whether they win it, I just don't think so. But I can, I can definitely see them going to the Super Bowl. So I'll put that at like a four on the <laughs> hot take. So. All right. All right, my third one, which this team was very briefly brought up in a kind of negative way, I think. So I think this may be hot to you guys. Um, I, my hot take is that the Packers will make the playoffs. Hmm. So looking at like their draft and just the depth chart right now like it it's kind of weird to see how like Aaron Rodgers was like asking and begging for all this offensive help and like receivers the whole time he was there and right when he leaves they drafted two tight ends and let's see three wide receivers really so they decided to, yeah they decided to give Jordan Love help and i mean just looking at their offense first, like Christian Watson really broke out last year. Romeo Dobbs is kind of like, I don't know what to think about him. Like he's a solid receiver. They drafted Jaden Reed, who I think is going to be really good. They drafted some other late guys too, who I think have a chance to break out. Like they're another team that I feel like is always, they can develop receivers pretty decently. Not as good as the Steelers, but and also their offensive line is very good. I mean, they still have Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins. Um, the two tight ends they drafted, I think, are very good. Um, Tucker Craft, he's from South Dakota State, so he's pretty underrated, but I think he'll be a very good target for Jordan Love in year one. And then their defense, I mean, just two years ago, this was a top-five defense, and it's pretty much the same roster. Like, they just kind of had a down year last year, and honestly, I think – there was so much drama around Aaron Rodgers last year that, like, that could have affected the whole team. Like, that's a huge locker room problem. And with him gone, that might kind of clear the air. And because, I mean, their defense is still so talented. Like, you look at their all their starters, and, like, there really aren't many holes except maybe at, like, safety. They have Rudy Ford starting. But, like, their corners are very good. Their linebackers are good. Their D-line is very good. I and in the division where like the lines are obviously very good, but they're still kind of unproven. Uh, the Bears are not good. The Vikings are kind of yeah. I, I don't know. They're, I don't know. They're they're kind of in like the middle right now. Like it's hard to tell. Like they, I could see them being just as good as last year, where they have a really good record, or like with all the moves they made, they could just end up, you know, falling towards the bottom. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the Packers could get – I think it's very realistic they get nine wins. I think they have a chance of getting ten also, and I think they'll make the playoffs. Uh, I would probably give this like a seven. Um, I am not a Jordan Love fan. I never have been. Even like when the mm. going on, I – Yeah, I forgot to mention that. that like I've liked Jordan Love since he was drafted, so that's kind of another reason. Yeah. 
And I personally think, like, if Aaron Rodgers couldn't really get it done with that roster last year, then I don't really know if uh, um, I don't really think that Jordan Love can. Obviously, yeah, they added a bunch of guys, and that could help, but they are all rookies. Um, however, you're right. Their defense is still very good. Their offensive line is still very good. Uh, Michael Michael Floor has been is that or Matt Lafleur, whatever his name is, has yep. nothing but successful ever since he's gotten hired there. And the NFC in general is just very very mid. Like you got the Eagles, the Niners, and the Cowboys, who I think are all on a relatively similar tier. And then it's like. Seattle is solid. The Vikings and the Lions are solid. The Giants are solid. But, like, I don't think it's crazy to say that Green Bay could be a team to sneak in there. I don't really think it's crazy to say that any team can sneak in there just because I feel like everyone, like, after those teams are just, like, pretty similar. That, like, I can say something wrong happens to one of those other teams. Like, they could be one of the ones to sneak in there. I wouldn't predict it to be them, but it it could happen. So I'll, I'll give it, like, a six or seven. Uh, I yeah, I'll give it a six just because similar to I like I think I'm uh this is gonna go into like my ne- my neck my final hot take, but um I like with I just think like this team just need like a new QB and I think it's definitely very possible for them to make the playoffs. I think they're a team that is looking into like a game a week seventeen type game needing like. X team to lose out to Y team to sneak in, but I, I definitely think it's it's very possible out of some of these hot takes given today. Yeah, like another, I'll expand on what I said before. Like obviously Jordan Love is not as good as Aaron Rodgers, but like yeah, it like you said, it kind of seems like they just needed a change there because it clearly things were wrong off the field as well. Oh, another mm-hmm. another thing that kind of helps your case is that Green Bay is one of, like, five teams this year to have five games on primetime. So, yeah. like, that be... We know something. Yeah, right. Like, someone's going to know something. That's what the script writers want, is to watch the Packers all the time because they're going to be relatively... Storyline. Relatively good. Packers don't need Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that... that oh, yeah, that's going to... Or, like, Jordan Love is the next Aaron Rodgers, you know, all that stuff. Hold on, I want to see their... I want to look at their schedule. Because I don't, I know also that the NFC North schedule is not terribly difficult. Nope, that's depth chart. Um, so they start off at the Bears. That's probably a win. Um, uh-huh. At Atlanta, I would probably say that's a win also. Um, versus the Saints, uh, I can see three and zero. I think it's a win. Yeah. Um, Detroit. Uh, Where is it? It's in Green Bay. That could be um, one. It could, yeah. That's, that's on a that's on Thursday night football. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna and I'm gonna say five and oh two. They go at Vegas week five. Yeah, I think Vegas could be better, but right, I'll say four, I don't know, yeah. four and one. They're they're gonna lose I feel like they'll lose one of those games. Yeah. Uh at Denver, that's probably a loss. Yeah, four two. Vikings at home, they usually kill us at Lambeau, so uh, four and three. Rams, five and three. Isn't that five and two? 
Because we had four and two before. Uh, wait. Hold on. So Chicago Atlanta wins. They'll lose one of New Orleans, Detroit, Vegas. So that's four and one. At Denver, yep. four and two. I would say that's a loss. Yep. Minnesota, I they'll probably win that. So five and two right now. Six and two with the Rams. Yeah. Uh, at Pittsburgh, six and three. Sure. Yeah. Um, Chargers, six and four. Yeah. Uh, I hope. At Detroit, six and five. Probably a loss. Six and five. Kansas City, six and six. At yeah, okay, here it's falling off now. Though. Yeah, their, their schedule gets harder towards the end. Yeah. Yeah, they got they got the Chargers, Lions, Chiefs, Giants in a row. Ooh. And then they got Tampa, Carolina, Minnesota, Chicago. Okay. So it's it's definitely possible. The beginning of the yeah, very very easy. They're gonna start off well. They should. Yeah. So yeah, I I can see it. I I, I wouldn't. I would predict a different team to sneak in there, but I, I can definitely see it. Okay. Um. Navi or Shrieker, you said that was going to tie it into your last uh... Yeah, so it ties into my final with a, a common player between the two being Aaron Rodgers, as I have my final pick being Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are the NFL playoffs next year. I like this one too. I think I think there's been <laughs> there's obviously been so much talk on the Jets to make the playoffs. They have a pretty good roster on paper but at the end of the day having a 39 year old QB at the home it's it's going to be pretty it's going to be somewhat of an uphill battle along with a pretty average o-line too i don't think they have a pretty outstanding o-line having aaron rodgers as well means that there's going to be a lot of times where he's going to be demanding to pass the ball rather than maybe run it and they i think they have a really good run game and we saw this last year too with uh, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. There's there was plenty of opportunities where they could have potentially just ran the ball, but just wanted to pass it, and then it became like a costly tur- turnover on downs. Last year was also his. He was the most turnover prone since 2008. He had 12 interceptions, and I just think that this Jets, the AFC is going to be really competitive next year. It's going to be extremely hard make the playoff and I just don't see the Broncos missing it the second time around especially with Sean Payton as their head coach I'm not a big believer in Rob Sala as a head coach either I've never been so I just think this just further pushes my agenda on the Jets missing the playoffs yeah well honestly like when I first heard it I was like I don't know about that but like looking at the their depth chart like it's Nothing crazy, honestly. Like, one of the big problems with Aaron Rodgers, like, he couldn't connect with, like, his young rookie receivers. And, like, that's kind of what he has here. Like, he said that we wanted Alan Lazard. But, like, honestly, I feel like he's never really been good with Alan Lazard. Like, there's always been problems. So, like, I was kind of confused why he needed him on the Jets if he was going to go. Like, Garrett Wilson – Obviously, he's very talented, but he's still young, and they've never played together. It seems like Aaron Rodgers is a QB all on like timing, and that's why he was him and Devontae Adams are so good because they played together for so long. Just like Jordy mm-hmm. Nelson too, like all those guys. Like I, I, 
we've seen in the past, like Stafford and Brady going to a year, a team year one and winning the Super Bowl. But like, I just feel it's different with Rodgers. And also like Brees Hall will be coming off a torn ACL or Achilles, whatever it is. So like, he might not even start week one. Like, I just, the offensive line doesn't even look that great. Like, yeah, I, I think their defense is very good. I don't think their offense is good enough to contend with some of the defenses they're going to have to go against in the AFC. And one thing you just there um, with Stafford and Brady, both of those QBs came into a pretty veteran-heavy, like, squad. I mean, on the defensive end, they had some pretty good veterans. And on offense, they either had a Cooper Cup, who was pretty – he already was, like, pretty established in the league. And then yeah. uh, Godwin Evans. Chris Godwin. Yeah, I was I was just going to say, yeah, like the receivers were pretty experienced too. And like Brady had Gronk come over. That's a lot different than Rodgers having Lazard come over. Like, yeah, it's it's very different situations. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you guys. I, I think that this Jets roster like looks pretty damn good. Like, like when you when you look at it one way, like this was a team that went that won seven games last year. Eight games, or one of those. I don't know. And what had seven probably had the worst starting quarterback situation in the league. And now they're getting a guy who I still think is back in Aaron Rodgers. However, I agree that like this could all completely blow up. Unproven coach, very young roster. O line is definitely still a question. Like it's definitely possible that this team just doesn't really work out and. And then they can kind of just be stuck. I, I thought, like, uh, the recipe for Denver last year looked like it was going to kind of work out. But then you realize it was a it was a definitely an unproven coach, younger offense. That is kind of exactly what this Jets team is. I do think Garrett Wilson is a guy that can get that kind of Devontae Adams connection with, with Rodgers. But I I kind of agree that they're going to miss the playoffs. So I wouldn't – I would say it's like a – I would still say it's like a three or four just because, like – there are so many people saying that they're going to make it and go really far, but. I mean, I think what, also, or keep going. I was just going to say like in the grand scheme of things, it's definitely a hot take, but it's one that I definitely agree with. Yeah. Like, I, like, I also think like comparing it to like Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson didn't have as much baggage as Aaron Rodgers. Like the amount of stuff he wanted, he needed Lazard to come on. He included Randall Cobb for some reason. Obviously, they're good friends. But, like, could you imagine it's, like, the fourth quarter and, like, one of, like, the top receivers is out of the game and, like, Randall Cobb is on the field for some odd reason? Right. Yeah. No. Like, I... Could you just, like, uh, like just <laughs> and, like, they don't, they don't, like, they somehow, like, end up in, like, a turnover on downs and then, like, it's just, like, drama again. Yeah, I agree. All right, my uh, last one. This is my favorite one that I wrote down. And uh, Shrieker mentioned this player's name uh, in the last one. But I think uh, Cooper Cup is going to have a season that was on par with his 2021 season where he had, what was it, 145 catches, 1,900 yards, and 16 touchdowns or whatever the hell it was. Um, I think he's going to have a very similar season to that this year. However, the Rams are going to be a top three pick in the draft. So it's kind of a two for one. Um, I'm going to, the Rams being a top three pick is kind of the reason why Uh, this roster is very bad. They have Matt Stafford, 
um, Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald, and that's really the only players on this team that I'm excited about. The, this defense is terrible. Like, if you pair this roster with Houston's roster and put them side by side, which I did in class one day because I was bored, and you and and Houston's known to be one of the weaker rosters in the league. Like, they the Texans blow the Rams out of the water. Like, this roster is really bad, and they. They have a really good coach. They have a quarter. They have a really good quarterback. They have a, a, one of the best receivers in the league, one of the best defenders in the league. But that's it. There's no depth on this team. If we saw, like the thing with the Rams always was like, if anything happens to one of these guys, then they're just going to be bad. And that kind of happened to everyone on the team. And they were five and twelve, whatever they were. Um, and now their <coughs> their depth is even worse. But because their team is so bad, I think that they're going to be down a lot. They're going to be so they're going to be throwing the ball a ton, whether that is Stafford or if he gets hurt again, Stetson Bennett, whatever, whoever it ends up being. Uh, it's just going to target Cup like crazy. Like Van Jefferson is really the only other receiver on this team that could potentially take away targets, but like Cup is going to get targeted like 18 times a game, I think, and he's just going to put up crazy numbers. Again, they're going to be down, so they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. And there's just going to be so many plays drawn up for him anyway that he's going to have an insane season stat-wise. It's just they're just going to – it doesn't matter. They're going to be terrible. Yeah. Um, I'd give this like a two or three just because like it's, you know, two for one. It's definitely hard for both to happen, but I completely agree. I think the Rams are a terrible team. The only thing I think – would stop him from getting top three pick is that Sean McVay will probably figure some something out. But like in terms of if they're bad, I think Cooper Cup would yeah will have an insane season just because the way like the routes that he runs over the middle of the field just kind of like you know just catches the ball in the middle of the field and runs and like teams are gonna give that up if they're up big like okay yeah just run the clock who cares and he yeah I. If they're bad and they're coming from behind all the time and passing, I could 100% see this. Yeah, and I'm just looking up uh, when Calvin – I didn't even think to do this, but when Calvin Johnson had um, 1,900 yards, whatever it was, uh, mm-hmm. Calvin jo- or, uh, the Lions went 4-12. and 12. So, like, mm-hmm. it, it, it's definitely possible to have an insanely good wide receiver season and – the team be bad. I think it sounds pretty reasonable. I'll put it at like a two to three. But like, I, I also think like if the Rams getting into like these shootouts early on, like their GM is known to like, he does not care about picks. He honestly <coughs> could trade for like other stars in the league. Just so like this team is more competent and like they could kind of get like a feel of how their team is going to be in the long term. And I could honestly see them like, for a lot of like other players like big time players if like let's just say they start off like two and one uh four and one or something like that and like they just they need something to get over the hump i mean they traded for jalen ramsey um and some other guys leonard floyd over the years so i think this definitely especially because they have matthew stafford and cooper cup and if they're trying to still be win now like i could see them trading for some players I just 
the only thing about that is I just don't see them starting four and one at all. Like I'll, I'll look at their schedule now. Uh, yeah, I haven't looked at their schedule. I I honestly like don't even care. Like that they would be like the one team that I would like. Okay, that's a win, like easily. And especially, uh, what they start what, off with Seahawks. That's like a yeah. That's a def- that's a shootout at, at Seattle. I think that's a lot. Then yeah, they start off with Seattle, the Niners, the Bank, and the Bengals. Colts, I mean, we don't know uh, about that yet. Uh, Eagles, Cardinals, is, you know, that those can go. Either. What I was going to do with this one is the AFC West are going to have – or the NFC West are going to have the top two picks in the draft with the Cardinals and the Rams, but I kind of just want to include the Cooper Cup thing just because I think he's insanely good. Yeah, their schedule's hard to – like, I don't know. I just don't think that it's going to – I think it's going to be a bad season for them. Like looking at their schedule, the only one that I would be like, they they have a good chance of winning this one is both games against Arizona, and the rest like I would probably chuck up as a loss. Their schedule right. for my last uh, hot take. Um, this is probably the one I believe in the least. Because it means taking down a very good team, which I'll I'll just say I had the Seahawks winning the NFC West. I I I can I don't hate it. So the I think yes. So I'll start off with why I think the Forty ers could. Fall off a bit, like I, I think they'll definitely still make the playoffs, and honestly, they'll probably still win this division. But I think there's a chance they kind of start off slow because their QB situation is going to be, you know, they don't really have a QB right now. Sam Darnold might start Week One. Um, obviously Trey Lance kind of just the no one right now. RIP. Um. <laughs> I mean, Brock Purdy is injured, so yeah, he probably won't start right away. And then even when he does get back, like, we talked to us before, like, is he really that good? And obviously we say, well, any QB can just step into the 49ers offense, which is probably true, but I don't know. I just feel like eventually someone's going to figure it out, and maybe this is the year. Like, all this is just off, like, assumption. Like, I – just me thinking anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think losing D'Amico Ryans is a big loss for their defense. I don't – like, their defense is still very talented, but I think D'Amico Ryans was a huge part in that. Um, so now to the Seahawks. I mean, they were obviously a good team last year. and You know, very unsung team. Came out of nowhere. And they had a very good draft, I think. They – drafted JSN, which is kind of reminds me of a move like the Cowboys made drafting CD Lamb. Like, you didn't need a receiver, but you go out and get one of the best ones in the draft, and now you have Metcalf, Lockett, and JSN. That's a crazy receiving room. Um, Their offensive line was pretty good last year. I mean, they ran the ball well with Kenneth Walker, and they just drafted the best center in college last year in the fifth round. He like he won the award for best center. So interesting. Um, 
their defense was pretty – it was okay last year. It was solid. Um, they drafted Devon Witherspoon, though, who I think is very good. And to go along with Tariq Wollin, like, you know, as long as Witherspoon ends up being what he should, like, that's a lockdown secondary also with Quadre Diggs and Jamal Adams. So, they also dra- or signed Julian Love, like – I think this defense has gotten a lot better. I think the one area that could be weak is their run defense. But if Bobby Wagner is as good as he was last year, then this defense will be very good along with an offense that was already very good last year and only got better. So I see it as the Seahawks made a lot of good additions and didn't really lose anyone. The 49ers didn't really – like obviously I still love their roster and have – but like they, the only they did add Javon Hargrave, which is a big add. But like outside of that, they didn't add too many amazing players. I mean, Traverius Ward's he's pretty good. I think he's a little overrated. But outside of that, like they wait, did they have Traverius Ward last year? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm an idiot. Okay, yeah, like I feel like they didn't add that much and they kind of lost a little bit in terms of their coaching Hmm. um i'd probably give this like a five or six i think like it's really tough for me to just say that san fran is just not going to win the division however i do think seattle's really good and i think that they're a team that's definitely going to be back in the playoff picture and in the playoffs in general and I think that they're, I think that they're very solid. And the thing about the Niners is, we've seen them over the last couple of years now, kind of start off the season kind of slow. So if that happens, and Seattle has a season where they can win 11, 12 games, like it, it's definitely possible. Like, so, I, but and but like, I think the Niners are just too good and too established that they're gonna be fine. But like. If they do get off to a slow start, which we've seen, I definitely think Seattle will would have would be the team to to get there. So I can definitely see it. Uh, I think I. This is interesting. I mean, with the QB carousel that the Niners have right now, you know, you don't know who's going to be starting for them like week ten, and so with that question mark. There's definitely that chance. I really like the picks, the first-round picks that the Seahawks made this year, as well as how their whole draft. And so I actually like this hot take a lot. All right. Um, I had one honorable mention that I kind of just wanted to talk about real quick. Um, I have the Lions are going to go under 500 this year. Um, I and the really like it's kind of just based off a, a hunch and a feeling, which is why I didn't really include it in talking about it. And like I, I don't even know how much I even believe it in general, but they're just giving me very, very similar to the Browns of like a few years ago. Like after Baker's rookie year, like everyone was so high on the Browns, saying that they're like, oh, they're a Super Bowl contender and they're definitely going to make the playoffs, and they're um that they just got OBJ, like everything was like looking like really, really good there. And then it just completely fell apart. And it's not like the lions are 
that much more proven of a team or proven of a franchise in general that they're just going to avoid that in general. Like, I think that they're just in danger of missing the playoffs or whatever than, than really any team in that middle section would be. I don't think that they're, like, anything crazy. I, I mean, they, they have pretty much no holes on their roster. Like, they, I think they helped the secondary a lot in the offseason. Uh, I think they fixed the running game. I, I'm in kind of the minority where I think, like, having Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery is a much better situation than they were in last year that they – probably should have looked at and did which I think helped um Goff is like proven to be a decently solid starter but also like last year was his only year in the last like four-ish years that was like actually good but yeah it's kind of just like like I, I definitely think that they're still a good team in a roster that should be in the playoffs but it's kind of just based off a hunch saying that like they're not gonna be just because I've seen it happen before where everyone just falls in love with one team and then it kind of just falls apart yeah, I I think their offense is very good. I think their defense is still like not that good. Like looking at their roster, like it's not really filled with talent at all. Their defense, um I yeah, I, I could see this because if teams figure out how to stop the offense just a little bit, like I think I think they'll be screwed. Yeah, I think their offense is just so good that they will be able to win a good amount of games. Shrieker, you got anything on that? Um, I don't know. I mean, the NFL is putting the Lions on this pretty high pedestal for the season, and I just think they they have to be humbled. They don't really. There's such like the whole Lions team right now is like is pretty symbolic to how Jack's fantasy team was. Last year, they're, they they wins, but like on paper, there's one of the ugliest teams I've ever seen. Really, but I mean, like they're just gonna pass the ball to like Amon Ra <coughs> ten oh, times. Funny. Um, uh, outside of that, like because they they don't have Jameson Williams for like the first six weeks. Yeah, that too. That true. Yeah, and they were banking on him being pretty good outside of his ACL injury last year. Who's their so, for the first six weeks because they got rid of Chark. Oh, is it fucking Josh Reynolds? It has to be, right? Marvin Jones Jr. Oh, right. They got him. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, when the season comes to happening, like, I'll probably put be putting them in the playoffs and everything it's just like i'm very scared that the hype for this team is just going to end up being their worst enemy yeah uh all right anyone got anything else to say before we get out of here no Mm -mm. all right well uh yeah that does it for the hot takes some interesting ones that we all had today uh i'm kind of surprised that we got nothing out of jason about trey lance in a positive light (laughs) You know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna completely give up, but sometimes you just gotta take a step back. Yeah, we got nothing. Out of, we got nothing with that, and we got no uh, positive Falcons from from Shrieker, which both of those are pretty surprising to me. But I'm staying quiet about the Falcons this year. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Maybe that'll maybe that'll change their luck. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So that'll do it. Uh. Again, we'll be at 
we'll do one of the episodes with the with the redraft soon. Uh, just kind of going over that and a little fun twist on it. And uh, yeah, we'll just be you know doing these shows probably hopefully once a week. Uh, internships and everything start very soon, so it's gonna get busier for us. But still trying to push out stuff for you guys because we like want to talk about the NFL and everything. So hope you guys enjoyed this one. And uh, we'll see you guys next time for the next show. Peace. Peace. See ya.